Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift to communicate with subtle levels of the cosmos. The knowledge from these for us invisible forms of energy I capture in my books and it is now a great pleasure for me to share this knowledge, these conversations with you as a supplement to the books. Please excuse me if the terms and articulations are not perfect. Our mother tongue is German, but we try to translate it to the best of our abilities. Thank you. Dear King Salomon, please talk to me about joy, the joy of life. With pleasure. Joy, dear people, is the most important tool in your life. If you are worried that you cannot really manage the next steps of life, then joy will help you to forget this worry, at least for a time. If you lose your life energy, joy can bring it back. If you feel too much sadness in your heart, joy can heal this sadness. There is so much suffering on this planet that can be turned back into life energy in a single moment through the experience of joy. If the people understand that joy is the key to the growth of their soul energy, then they have understood very very much already. But why is this so? Why joy? Why is joy so important? When the souls incarnate, they enter into the powerlessness of the physical sensations. There, feelings begin to shape your thoughts and this means that the fickle and unstable ups and downs of your corporal feelings haven't taken over and began to govern your human impulses. This, in turn, will lead to a lot of frustration, little love, little respect, and very rarely attention. Everyone is busy with himself, and everyone is out for his own advantage. This means that this instability, together with a loss of energy, which is the result of these not very supportive impulses will diminish the energy of the soul. Like the flower that I have already mentioned, which receives no water, so the soul energy of the cosmic being will wither away in the body. Joy, however, is the opening of the body to the cosmic energy through the feelings. This means that by sending a joyful impulse through the body, the soul, of course, will also become stronger, which will impact its level of energy. So this interplay of physical, positive and joyful impulses and through this the rising energy potential of the soul, the soul will expand again and gather energy. This, in turn, will help it to generate such impulses by itself, which, also, which will also prevent the physical feelings from getting the upper hand. Therefore, joy is actually the key to escape depression, sadness and despair. 
If you manage to direct joy into your body, you will also inevitable direct it into the soul and help it to get back to itself. That, in turn, will make you better and better able to throw off the anguish of life and get back into contact with yourselves. Back to who you really are, what you really want, and which path you want to follow. You will no longer be driven by physical needs, but by the impulses of your soul. I understand. It makes sense. But aren't there souls that have already lost so much energy that it is almost impossible for them to feel joy? I mean, when people are depressive, then this is mostly because you can't help them anymore or it seems as if you can't help them because they don't really want to let anybody help them anymore or they can't. Mm. It is difficult to judge. Please tell me, is there a truly hopeless state? No, Sylvia, no. Not at all. Souls that have so little energy would need a lot of joy in the sense of really boisterous, many and long-lasting joyful actions. But very often such, such souls have already started to go into transition. All the human impulses via the physical actions of serving acting aimlessly and without reflection are usually an indication that a soul has already directed all its energy into transition. Well, we have learned that suicide is not really advisable because it will only get you back into a state of being that is not so funny either. Mm. What do you mean with transition when the soul mm. directs mm. its attention into transition? I mean... Let's imagine that you were 18 years old and depressed. Does this mean that the soul already at 18 years of age begins to direct its attention to transition, mm. which perhaps will only happen at around 70 years of age? Yes. Wow. Yes. The attention of this soul is as if you would look elsewhere than into your heart. You understand? Oh yes, I understand. But that is a shame and it is especially stupid because if you are already depressed and then let go of your chance to go and get back into the swing of life via joy, then you have basically wasted your life, don't hmm. you? <laughs> Sylvia, you should not judge at this point. Don't forget this. Yeah. Just accept that these processes are what they are. Well, you know, I'm always a positively minded person and I will not give up believing that even these souls still have the chance to get back into life via an impulse or many impulses of extreme joy. Absolutely, Sylvia, of course. No blockage exists in the cosmos except non-permission. But these souls, at least are still in the body and therefore still bound to the interaction of the physical impulses, in the best case, joyful impulses. This means that there is also a chance to help a soul that is already so weak that it wants to depart. Mm -hmm. So, if you know 
such a person, who appears to be rather depressive and pessimistic, try to engage him by giving him joyful impulses again and again. Of course, patience is the main challenge in such a case, because a single impulse alone cannot be strong enough to have a lasting, eternal effect on this soul. So you need time. And most of all, the persistence of such impulses. But how does it work now? Don't you override the free will of this soul by constantly sending its mm. posi it positive impulses? Definitely not. Hmm. So you mean assistance is permitted, right? But what if the soul is not ready at all? A soul is always ready to grow and to expand. Mm -hmm. Because that is the goal of all souls. None wishes to go into decline. Hmm, I understand. If you wanted to make somebody happy, then you really only need to find out what pleases them. Mm -hmm. Does trickling them help as well? I mean, if you tickle somebody and they have a laugh very hard, then perhaps this laughing energy works into the soul. <laughs> you make me laugh, Sylvia. God bless you. <laughs> That may be, but it is a very superficial joy. You should seek out the innermost impulses of this soul. What does it wish for? What is it dreaming of? Where does it dream of traveling to? And all these dreams should be realized and, of course, as beautifully as possible in order to direct the joy of this deep innermost wish into this soul. I almost feel as if we are working on a chemical compound, mm. as if it is the chemical formula that counts. It seems a little bit like chemistry. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well... Children are better at joy than adults, aren't they? I think that is quite obvious. Yes, it is. And this is why people should strive to retain this type of childish joy. You call this the inner child, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yep. If you know of things inside you that keep this inner child alive, please do cherish it. Because the energy of this joy is really very strong and if you cherish it, you keep the greatest part of the breath of your soul alive. This energy is like the trunk of the tree. If you manage to keep the childish joy, you will not experience depression. And even if you did experience expression you will come out of this depression depression much easier than others who have forgotten lost or repressed the inner child we have learned in the book about friend of the indians how important it is that we leave the planet in a relatively joyful spirit absolutely would it be possible even if you have a sad life that you could enrich your soul within a very short space of time through very many joyful intensive impulses so that despite this predominantly sad life you would 
be leaving the body in a state of expansion and relative lightness? Yes. The joy energy is not really bound to a time period. It is bound to intensity, as is everything. Your intentions, your impulses, your permissions and non-permissions. Everything that you send into the cosmos is exclusively bound to your intensity. And of course, this can wane or wax in the course of your life. But whatever time you spend on anything, at the end of the day, the intensity which, with which you have filled this time is the decisive impulse. Okay, that means that if someone at the end of a sad life has some time left and then every day, very intensely, does only things that give him joy, then there will be a chance that he will regain so much energy that it would be as if he had never experienced the sadness, right? Right. Well, that is good to know. And of course, the same is true the mm. other side, mm -hmm. the other way around, right? Yes, of course. Unfortunately, as you have put it so beautifully, but as always without judgment. Without judgment. Of course, you can also lose energy and of course you can do this without being bound to time and in a very shortest period of time. Therefore, one cannot stress strongly enough the responsibility of your impulses in every second of your life. Okay, I understand. Would you like to give us a final word on this chapter? With pleasure. All the souls that have incarnated in joy should strive to retain this joy. All you had heard this, you have incarnated in joy. You wanted to live, you wanted to be, you wanted to create balance, you wanted to grow. Be aware of this fact. And live this impulse that has started everything that you are today in this life. Life, this, live this impulse as often as you can. Believe that joy is the key to the happier levels of being after this life. And live this every second as the chance of the moment. Use it as often as you can. When life's circumstances force you to forget this, then remember or let others remind you. But never forget that joy was the beginning of your path and it should be there at the end. Everything that you experience is a chance given to you by the cosmos in order to expand and to arrive at even more beautiful levels of being. Expand and be joyful. Expand and be joyful. Live and die. But always stay joyfully connected to the beautiful, bright, powerful and loving energy of the cosmos. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs>
for this essence of life, for the essence of being, because this is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Love. Thank you, Sylvia. Love. <laughs>